Hello there, and welcome to the Paranormal Puffin, a potent puffin sideshow. I'm your host, Jake Thomas. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Now this week, I'll be discussing a particular cryptid that is often associated with the Appalachian Mountains, but has been found as far as the Midwest and into some southern states. And it has a very interesting history, in my opinion. And this creature would be none other than the Wampus Cat. Now the Wampus Cat is interesting to me because it has several kind of origin stories. Two of them kind of contradict each other in a way. Uh, They have some confliction but they also provide some interesting insight to the creature and another interesting fact about the wampus cat that isn't really uh, in the sense of the cat itself but just something interesting about it is it is the mascot of the high school in my hometown not the high school I went to but the uh, town that I'm from the high school there their mascot is the Wampus Cats. That would be Conway High in Conway, Arkansas. So that's interesting. So I kind of grew up near the Wampus Cat in a sense. Uh, my brother went to that high school. And so I went to a lot of games and get to see the really cool Wampus Cat statue that they have. And so now let's get into what is the Wampus Cat. Now the Wampus Cat is essentially a cat often described similar to a regular cougar or mountain lion but they have the ability to walk on hind legs like a person and they also uh, are often associated with having the ability to cause a lot of confusion and like a person to like kind of go crazy in a sense and another interesting fact is if you hear their howl it's often been believed that if you hear its howl or whine that means there's going to be a death of some kind in the next three days not necessarily yours but maybe someone around you uh, or just someone in your community it often signifies death within three days so that's interesting and according to some sources, it has a very bad odor about it, which is pretty common uh, for a lot of cryptids. But the particular reason that the wampus cat is believed to have a foul odor is as it's only been seen at night, it's believed it only comes out at night, and that during the day, it lives in sewers. I find that kind of odd because... In my mind, the Wampus Cat is more of a being outside kind of cryptid. It's not something that 
I d initially think of as being something that would be in the sewers. But that is one belief. So that's pretty interesting. And they often are described as being black in appearance, like dark jet black. Sorry, Conway High. They are not blue, usually. But they are often described as being black in appearance with yellow eyes. And so, given that, I'm going to go into some of the common ideas of where the Wampus Cat came from. So, first, the name kind of comes from the term Catty Wampus, which is, depending on where you're from, could have a couple different meanings. So, Catty Wampus generally, in my mind, is describing something that's kind of wonky. It's not quite right. You know, it's like something's off about it. It's all cattywampus. It could also mean something that's just been put in a corner. So there's that. It's kind of just in a corner. I don't really think. I've never thought of that as being cattywampus. Cattywampus is usually something that's off. And then it could also come from describing just an unknown animal that is abnormal or strange that's unidentifiable. So for some people, cattywampus just means that that animal is not real. It's just unexplained. And so over time, I can see where that could come into being describing the wampus cat and evolving into wampus cat. Especially since um, the word catamount, which is also similar in pronunciation to cattywampus, is a term that is used for cougars and lynx. And given that these are often found in the Appalachians, is where they're mostly associated with, it makes sense because there were cougars there once, but their numbers have dwindled. I'm not even sure if they're still a co wild cougar population or not. So that could be where the terms for Wampus Cat comes from. But now, for the creature itself, it's often uh, put into origins from tales of the Cherokee. So, there's two origins of the Wampus Cat that are Cherokee involved. The first is a Cherokee legend about this demon spirit, I believe it's pronounced Ewal. Uh, he was the spirit of madness. And this one tribe or one group of Cherokee, they had this spirit of madness. This demon was feeding on the dreams of the children, I believe. And that's kind of where it got its powers. And this demon... If you came in contact with it, it had the power to drive you insane. And so the elders and the shaman, the war chiefs of this tribe, they all got together like, we got to stop this, but we can't just go send all our warriors out to fight this demon. We have to do it a different way. So they chose their strongest, smartest, quickest, uh, brave 
His name was, I believe, Standing Bear, uh, or it could be Great Fellow, depending on the source. But he was basically he's the top dog of the group, and they chose him to go fight this demon. And so they got him ready. He goes out and he's gone for several weeks, and his wife running near is concerned for him because he's gone for so long and eventually Standing Bear comes back but when he comes back he is scratching at his eyes his eyes are gone black and he's like scratching out like he's trying to pull them out and instantly they knew that he had been defeated by Iwa the spirit of madness and that he had gone mad himself and because of this condition he was essentially, he was legally dead by the Cherokee customs of the day. And so he could no longer go about his, his duties. He was, eventually he was able to get to where he could pick berries and like gather wheat and kind of things of that nature with the young girls and the widows. But he was no longer this, this dominant brave that he once was. And well... Running Deer, she is very upset about this. She, she's sad for her husband, and she wants revenge on this demon for causing her husband to be become like this and to lose his status. And so she goes to the war chiefs and the shamans, and they come up with a plan. They're going to allow Running Deer to go and fight this demon herself so they give her a booger mask which is to my understanding is kind of like it's a mask that represents a demon that they use to like to like warm off in like portray them in different rituals and they give her the head of a bobcat as a mask which according to the legend Ewa's one weakness was the spirit of the bobcat. So they equip her with this bobcat mask. And then I believe they gave her some kind of like black tar to help mask her scent. And so running deer, she goes out into the woods. And a few days go by and she hasn't found this demon yet. And then she notices these strange footprints by a riverbed. And then, along with these footprints, is the the breastplate of her husband. So she knows that it must be Ewa. And she goes f and she follows these tracks, and she finds this this spirit of madness demon. And she sneaks up behind it, doing her best to remain stealthy and not be seen. And then when Ewa finally notices he goes to attack her but she pre presents this bobcat the head of this bobcat to it and when it does the Ewa's magic that causes the madness reversed and drove Ewa mad and he fell into this pool of water and essentially that was the last of Ewa and so then, Running Deer, she returns to the village. And the 
shaman, the war chiefs, they're all happy. The village is now safe. The children aren't having their dreams eaten by this demon. And supposedly, they did something and now running deer spirit has been allowed to fuse with that of the bobcat and she was left to continue roaming the hills to ensure that this demon never returned and that is the wampus cat is running deer and it's her out there protecting her village and her people from this demon or any new threats that may come and I really like that story it's a interesting story it you know it shows a lot of stuff to it and it provides a good explanation of the wampus cat it's actually kind of a protector in a way and that could in sense see why the wampus cat attacks some people or takes some you know livestock it's because it's these people who weren't on their land before and it sees new settlers or you know people of today as encroaching on her ancestral lands and she's going to protect that another story that involves the Cherokee is the most common legend I think it's the one I've always heard in regards to the Wampus Cap and this one is pretty simple this woman she was just didn't want to mind her own business basically so the men of her tribe including her husband they were out on a sacred hunting trip where they shared various stories and secrets and they told things that only the circle of people was supposed to know and she wanted to know what went on during this these hunting trips so she snuck it along and one night while they're at their fire telling their stories and telling these secrets she hides under uh, these pelts of these cougar pelts so she can hear and well she gets caught and so one of the shaman he uses his magic and infuses the cougar pelt to her and she's banished uh, to never be around people again and so she's just wandering and she's you know pretty much a hybrid human cougar now and so that would explain why she's able to walk on her hind legs and I find that interesting because it pretty much contrasts with the other story of running deer because in that story the man kind of fell and the woman came in and she was the savior in this story it's the opposite it kind of reinforces uh, certain stereotypes that we have in our culture where the woman was out of her place and the man kind of punished her for that and so there to, there's a lot of underlying differences there but they both provide interesting sites on the wampus cat and what it is and some sources even state that uh, the woman who was fused with the bobcat pelts as the punishment state that she is actually what became Ewok so I find that kind of interesting yet that story 
from my research didn't come about until much later in time so I don't know but I I think the story of running near is more uh, more likely the true origin of the Wampus cat and another origin of the Wampus cat that I have heard is that it is a witch who lives in the woods and she transforms herself into a cat into like a mountain lion or cougar in order to steal chicken and poultry or whatever livestock might be around so that she has food to eat and so that kind of is interesting that most the stories of the wampus cat and how it came to be are all all come from women becoming this creature in some way whether it be in the role of protector or as punishment or they're just a witch and they want to eat and so that's how they get their food but nonetheless it is a very terrifying thing to come across in the woods as it can cause you to kind of go insane it can oh kind of forgot what I was saying there for a second and it can you know walk like a person so it could confuse you at what you're seeing at first and that could be another reason why it makes you go insane because it confuses you with what you're seeing you might see a cougar walking or a mountain lion walking on its hind legs and it might confuse you and that could set off some of the hysteria and then too if you hear it's it's you know noise it could signify that there's going to be a death soon and that is, alone is pretty scary and so that's interesting now going back to the physical appearance of the wampus cat it's often said to have you know the general size of a regular cougar or mountain lion with the ability to stand on its hind legs and the coloring can range from being jet black like I mentioned before to being similar to that of just a normal cougar or mountain lion but another distinguishing feature of the wampus cat depending on source and I don't know where this started but this is kind of the version that Conway High takes and I've seen for a while I thought it was just something that Conway High did to create a more unique mascot but as I've looked into the Wampus Cat more I've seen other sources that have it like this as well and it's the fact that the Wampus Cat has six legs now the purpose of having six legs according to Conway High again is there's four to run and two to fight with all its might which makes sense you know you can bat stuff away while it's trying to move more quickly but when you think about these origins of it whether it's the Cherokee woman who's been fused with the pelts or the spirit of running deer it would seem that that could be why there's six legs because once it fuses she has the bobcat legs along with her regular human arms potentially and then the bobcat hind legs fuse with the human legs and there's six legs right there that could put i think it makes sense to me 
that that's why it has six legs and it goes along with the origin makes sense but I just think that's interesting so that could that's yeah that's kind of the wampus cat and I'm just gonna go real briefly over a few other kind of cryptids that kind of fit along with the wampus cat a little bit not too much but one is the Ozark Howler which is kind of like described as being like a bear dog cat with horns and that's found in Oklahoma Missouri and uh, I think parts of Tennessee maybe but really just this little area of the Ozarks and it's kind of interesting because sometimes it's described as being cat-like and its howl is also associated with death so it makes sense to me that maybe they are one and the same and just because of regional variances there's been a difference and so that would be why it's still you know kind of like feline in some ways but not in others it has other features that separate it but I think they could be coming from similar or origins so I think that's interesting that's one that I need to do more research on myself it's weird because I grew up uh, kind of like the foothills of the Ozarks but I don't know much about the Ozark howler itself and so yeah I'm going to do more research on that one so that'll be interesting that'll be fun and that's all I really got for this week and yeah I hope y'all enjoyed if you did you know give me a subscribe follow you know do all that check out the potent puffin as well and I'll be getting a write up on the wampus cat up on to the potent puffin blog pretty soon if I haven't already by the time this releases but look looking forward to that and if you feel feel in a good mood uh, give me a review or leave a comment something and let me know what you think and I'll catch you all on the next episode of the Paranormal Puffin coming out every third Friday of the month